Hi, I'm Krista. And I'm Susan. And we are Dandelions and Side Streets. On this pod, we connect with creative people and other folks doing interesting things in the world. Writers, artists of all kinds, innovators, and helpers. People we would like you to get to know. We also review books, recite poetry, share recipes, and savor in the art of conversation. We chat, share stories, chew the fat, chop it up. We love a good chin wag. Thanks for listening. Hi, Susan. Hi, Krista. It's nice to see you. How has your summer been so far? That's a loaded question. (laughs) Um, You know, I feel like it's the part of the summer where I get scared that summer is passing by. And yet it's the beginning. It's the beginning of the summer. But it's just this feeling of summer already just like slipping through our fingers. And it's just, it's so precious. Every weekend is precious. Absolutely. I feel like leading up to summer, it time just is sort of like walking through molasses. Yeah. And then, you know, summer solstice happens. And then all of a sudden we're like, we're rushing through summer. It's like time speeds up. Yeah. As soon as our muscles relax and the sun warms our bodies, all of a sudden time is like, oh, We have to get going. Yeah. So I think it's our job to take every day and savor. Yes. Savor the time. Yeah. I like that word. Find a daily goal of relaxation and enjoyment. You were going to talk about um, the fact that you had been to a movie for the first time in a long time. And I wanted to tell you that so have I. And I believe it was the same movie that we saw. Did you see Elvis? Yes, I did. What, how did you like it? Did you like it? I did. I liked, well, I liked that I was in a movie theater. You mm-hmm. know, I was wearing the K95 mask. Mm-hmm. Nobody else was, but mm-hmm. there you go. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Yeah, just sitting in a movie theater after, I don't know, three years seemed kind of cool. We've been to two or three movies, I think, since all of this COVID business happened. The good thing is that a lot of times the theaters are really empty. Like we've been in a movie where there's been like three or four people, including us, in a ginormous theater, which makes me think that it won't be long before we don't have movie theaters because it, this they can't sustain these establishments without bodies, right? Yeah. yeah. Although when we went to see Elvis, we went into one of those little VIP rooms. So oh, yeah. there, there are like, I think maybe 60 seats or something, but they're big, cushy, you know, oh, yeah. you're on the captain's bridge chairs. Okay, we don't have those in New Brunswick, but But, I know what you mean. Yes. What I realized, though, is that I don't really want to do that again because there are more and more people filling those up. And I'd rather be in the big theater where there are lots of empty seats around me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Marilyn went to get popcorn and, um, and two drinks and she walked through and her popcorn flew all over the floor. Oh, that's always a disappointment after you pay 50 bucks for that. (laughs) Well, the usher was very kind and went and refilled the popcorn, but Marilyn looked mortified and (laughs) there was this just mountain of popcorn on the stairs. And anyway, I'm sorry that happened to her. So I want to talk a little bit about the film. Um, There's a couple of different things I wanted to say about it. First and foremost, I will say that I really enjoyed it. I thought that Austin Butler really, Oh yeah. He really shined as Elvis and yes, you know, that baby face and his speech patterns, everything. He did. Mm-hmm. I think he did a great job. I didn't really like the character that Tom Hanks played, but I don't think we were meant to like him. And he was a bit circusy, but he was from a circus background. Yeah. I liked that as a storytelling device, you know, like mm-hmm. I liked that. That, yeah, the agent, the evil agent, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I thought it was interesting because he obviously had these prosthetics, like his face looked very cartoonish yeah. and his yeah. accent and all of the things. Yeah. But I really felt like it was a choice that they made because everything in the circus is an illusion. It's a, it's a yeah. joke. It's a, you know people are being deceived even. Yeah. And that no, was I, uh, as a, as a character, as a true human being, that's the background that Colonel Tom Parker had. I just feel that um, it was a choice to take, tell this, tell Elvis's story from his point of view and to make him sort of this circus figure made sense to me with that choice. Yeah. I mean, the other thing that, it just sort of brought out this film was how much these figures, like you don't really know Elvis. Like it's just, they're, they're like products, you know, um, that people like people just become handled, you know, they're handled, they're managed they're And they're a product. In some ways, Sue, I think Elvis was one of the first ones to be really manufactured like all of those young folks are now, you know, the Justin yeah. Bieber's the, I mean, these are talented kids. I mean, I think that Bieber is super talented. Take him or leave him. He's a talented kid. Yeah. A young man now. Um, but they are all products of Britney Spears, all of them of capitalism. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, they don't get to be a normal teenager and you, you, no one wants to feel bad about that because they're millionaires. Yeah. Um, but I think that Elvis was one of the first examples of that kind of capitalism, that product of capitalism. The other thing that I think this just goes without saying the appropriation uh, from black culture that rock and roll itself has made. Mm-hmm. And certainly the entire career of Elvis is on the shoulders of black culture. Yeah. There is no way to tell the Elvis story without acknowledging that. Yeah. 
And I felt like this movie made the attempt to more than ever in telling an Elvis story, made an attempt to to show the audience that, to to really zoom in and focus on from his childhood Mm-hmm. to, you know, hanging out on Beale Street, to all of his um, interactions with all of these, like, amazing um, musicians. Yeah. What's your favorite Elvis song? Just, or was there one in the film that kind of got got to you? Let's hear it. We just sang, Sue and I just sang two pieces of music from Elvis, but we realized that we don't have the rights, so you won't get the privilege of hearing our voices. So, But songs were sung. Just know that it happened and you missed it. Yeah. You owe $50,000. So tell me more about what you thought. Oh, can I yeah. add one more thing? I loved on all of the little um, scenes where he was skipping down and hanging out with all the youthful artists. And, you know, it's like going down to hang out in the clubs and perform and watch all the other black artists perform. I love that they used some modern day rap. Yeah, I, I did too. I, I yeah. It like as a little segue music, yes. like on route to. I love that. I thought it really tied it in and it really brought, you know, that it really brought the idea that it doesn't matter what year you're in, youth are youth. And, uh, and it really, I don't know, I loved it. it I really, I noticed yeah. it right away and it felt, felt right. Yeah. It felt right. It was, yeah, felt, it was stylish. Like it was a stylish film. I liked, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, it was, a, it was fun to watch. Have you seen anything else? Not movies, not like movies at the movie theater. I, you know, Netflix, I do Netflix. Mm -hmm. We've been watching this show called Barry. He's like a serial killer or he's not a serial killer. He's a killer for hire. He's a hitman. Yeah. Is it good? It's really good, and it's sort of disturbing how attached we've become to it. <laughs> Is it like Dexter, where you're attached to the killer? Yeah, it okay. is like that. Mm. And you really feel like every time he blows somebody's head off, you feel his pain. <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange. Uh, yeah. Do you have beaches in your area, Sue? So Fredericton is inland. So there's, you know, lakes around here Mm -hmm. to go to. And there's, you know, St. John is an hour away and there's beaches there. But you don't swim. You don't swim in the St. John River. Some people do. I don't. Um, Yeah, I do not. Did you used to go to Dominion Park Beach on the St. John River in St. John? I don't think you did. The odd time, you know? Hmm. I've Look, I've been known to swim in really disgusting, dirty water before. You just take a shower after and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, yeah, but 
I think I remember we used to go to Dominion Park Beach and, you know, the water's a bit brown, but like you said, you just go shower or we would go to Bay Shore and you'd feel like your ankles were breaking because the water is so cold. Yeah. You know, but you go in anyway. Yeah. And I do you- like swimming. I do like the a swim. There's something about swimming in the summer in oh, I love it. Canadian bodies of water. That's real privilege. You know, we're lucky. We go to the Toronto islands and um, we usually take a bike and then we, they have like little wooden boardwalks and there's a clothing optional area. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. Do you like, how do you feel about that? Do you like to nude it up out there? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Sue, um, we usually go to the clothing optional beach because, um, you know, a lot of our people are there. Right. Right. Um, I, I typically do not. I, I'll wear my suit, but I have in the past participated in the clothing optional aspect of that. And, you know, I don't know. I'm not really feeling that these days. Um, but anyway, the water there, there was a time when I would not swim in Lake Ontario, like for many years, I never did. And then I guess in the last 10 years, I've gone like, meh. And they claim to have cleaned some things up. I don't know. But same thing. Like on a really hot day, it's really nice to go to Toronto Mm. Island and go swimming. Nice. Uh, And then sometimes we'll take, you know, rent a car and go to like Wasaga Beach or one of the other beaches that are in Ontario. Yeah. Nice. Ice cream. What's your favorite ice cream, Sue? Sorry, my mind was still on nude beaches, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Can we circle back for a minute Mm -hmm. and just get a little Mm self-referential? And let me ask you, Krista, how are you feeling about this podcast like how how do you think it's going so far okay so when we first started the podcast our idea was that we wanted to talk to creative folks and we wanted to be creative ourselves we wanted to have a creative outlet a project that we wanted to work on together I say check mark check mark check mark that's been going very well I listened to the first episode or two and we're a little clunky. I think we still are a little clunky, but we're getting there. That's our brand. Our brand is clunky. And um, I've been having a lot of fun. I've loved our guests so far. Me too. Like I think our guests are, we're so lucky to have had our guests so far. And I look forward to the ones that we will have coming down the pipe. Um, they're all just so generous and interesting. And, you know, I, I think I need to do more. Yeah. Like our guests are kind of inspiration, aren't they? And I guess the other thing that this, this project has kind of revealed to me and to uh, like, I think to us, is just how like we've kind of 
cultivated some beautiful friendships with really creative people. Like we want to hang around with artists. Absolutely. You and me. <laughs> Listen, they're the best people. They're the best people. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it, it really is what fires me when I, when someone's telling their story of what they're creating, how they're creating, where it comes from. I, it makes me really happy. And yeah. And just having the courage to do it. And I think, doing this podcast, like it took us a while to kind of get it going. It's been, there was, there was a lot of talk incubating. It was incubating for a while. It was. Right? And, and there were, uh, there was a lot of, um, a lot of research on how to do it, how to set it. Like I had no idea how to do a podcast and I, I watched a lot of YouTube videos and read a lot of articles and you did too. And we talked about it and we talked about format and. Um, okay. Just to be clear, I did not, I am, you are the technical uh, mastermind behind this. Well, I'm only because I'm recording from this end. So I have to figure that stuff out. Okay. You're be you're being somewhat humble here, but yes, I really, I'm I really enjoying it. I'm enjoying the editing. I'm enjoying, and God knows people, we really need a lot of editing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you may listen to some pieces and go, but why didn't you edit that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I don't know. I, I really yeah. enjoy it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. And um, I'm excited about when I hear people reach out and, and make a comment or say they liked it or just say that they listened to it. It makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the thing about that I'm learning too about podcasts is it, it's, it's a work in progress too, right? Like, you know, maybe not ep- every episode is going to be captivating to everybody, but you can kind of hook on to another one mm-hmm. that will be, or, you know, like it's not meant to be, it's, it's, it's not, it's not one flavor. It's, there's not just one flavor. Yes. Yeah. I, I just wanted to note that people can, um, people can see what we're doing on Instagram uh, on dandelions and side streets, D A N D E L I O N S A N D S I D E S T R E E T S. We can, um, we always add a little photo of our latest guest and what we're doing, and we'd love you to follow us. So follow us at dandelions and side streets on Instagram. Also, if you wanted to leave us a personal note, you could do so in the in the DMs, or you could reach out to us at dandelionsandsidestreets at gmail.com. If people have ideas of things that they want us to talk about or people that they would like us to talk to, let us know. We'll consider it. Sue, guess what? What? I am flying into the Maritimes this week. That's exciting. I'm acting surprised, and yet I knew about it. I'll feign <laughs> surprise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to coming into to New Brunswick. I'm coming home to see my family, my parents, 
and I'm, I'm going to see you, which makes me really happy. Good. Can't wait. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. There's been a lot of issues with the flights. There's been a lot of cancellations with Air Canada and other airlines. So it will be a little bit touch and go. Yeah. But hopefully it will all work out. I'm, I'm, I have no control other than to be ready to go and early. And what happens from there is uh, beyond my control, but I can just put my little white light out into the universe and hope that. Yeah. The other, the other little bit of advice I have is Mm -hmm. carry on bag, no, Mm -hmm. no checked baggage, Um, Mm -hmm. bring a water bottle. Well, you have to buy the water bottle once you're into the airport. Yeah. Because you can't bring. Can you bring an empty, like, can't you just bring like a plastic vessel that you can put water in? Yeah, I can do that. Okay. Not that I'm telling you what to do or anything. I like the, I like it. Uh, yeah. Bring a sandwich or something to eat. Cause I've heard of people starving in airports. <laughs> Like, well, I, I already set out, I have a small carry-on handbag and I have my gym bag because I don't carry a purse. So, yeah. and there's way more room in my gym bag than in the lady's purse. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, so I, I feel like I'm, I'm okay to be really p- compact about this traveling situation. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be early. I'm going to get out to the airport early. I'm going to be positive and friendly because these people are under duress. Yeah. There's the, these employees, the ones they have left uh, are under duress. So kindness is a necessity. Yeah. But um, I'm hoping to, uh, I just can't wait to see the bay. See the ocean. Yeah, that's going to be great. You're going to, it's, it's a good, you know, good Mm -hmm. time to be out here. Mm -hmm. Very good time. And then I look forward to the rest of the summer. It's nice and hot here. Mm -hmm. I have my little balcony plants. We've got some jalapenos growing, some mint, basil, nice flowers. Nice. So yeah, we're set up for a sweet little summer. I need advice from you. So next weekend is um, a family reunion. Mm -hmm. And I would like just some advice from you, wise friend, about, you know, how to get through a family reunion intact. Okay. Have you tried gummies? (laughs) See, that's what everyone, everyone goes to gummies. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I just want you to know that I have not tried gummies, but it's been recommended to me. I'm a, I'm a okay. little afraid of them, but apparently, yeah. apparently they really help you relax. Okay. Okay. So that's one. What else? What else do you got? Listen, no, don't try to express your views on anything or how you're feeling because no one is like the input, the input filter is not on. Okay. No one cares. Well, they, they may care, but they are not in, they don't, they, they won't be in the capacity to care. That's what happens when families get together. Everybody's heads are buzzing with their own issues and their own concerns. And so okay. I would say just listen 
And then when you need to check out, just keep your eyes focused on the person, check out and just nod your head once in a while. Okay. Um, keep, keep, okay. What, what, what's number three? Keep busy. Be the maker of the sandwiches. Be the person who's blowing up the airbed. Be the person who is making sure the cooler's full. Be the person who leads the hike. Gather the people for the hike. Don't wait for the person who's keeping everybody waiting because the truth is they don't really want to go. Oh, nice. Okay, there's some good stuff here, Krista. Now, I like that lead. I like that, like, lead the hike. Mm-hmm. I can see myself in that role. Absolutely. Saying, yeah, all right, kids, let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about dogs? Keep the dog on a leash. If you bring the dog on the hike, Keep it on a leash. You don't want to spend the afternoon chasing down a dog. How many dogs are we talking Mm -hmm. here? I think there's going to be three there. Oh. Yeah. Have they met before? Will they get along? It's not guaranteed. Okay. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, these seem like solid, solid tips. It's easier to give advice than it is to take it. Yeah. Because I'm going to see my family too. So, you know, I'm looking forward to it though. I'm looking forward to seeing my parents and my brother and sister. And then my, my brother will more than likely or hopefully have a little barbecue. He has a little sweet spot set up behind his house with a barbecue and a, um, a gazebo and a, a faux fireplace or, you know, a faux fire pit. There will be potato salad. I'm sure there always is. It'll be fun. Susan, did you ever meet my friend Christine Gates? I believe I did. Um, way, way back when you were a student. Um, yeah. Right. At George Brown. Yes. She was a fellow student at George Brown theater school. She was an actor and a singer. So this would have been early Mm nineties. We graduated in 1994. Right. So this is my little tribute to her. Christine Gates was a performer, singer, songwriter, art therapist, and friend to so many. She was a true creative She played guitar, sang songs, and wrote some too. In 2015, along with Chris Hess, she co-produced a CD entitled Just Love, along for the ride with songs of love and life. She wrote 16 pieces that are all unique and gorgeous, taking everyday life and creating beautiful poetry in song. Her melodies are unusual, playful, unpredictable, but like nature itself, their patterns always pluck on your heartstrings. In July of 2016, Christine passed on after a long dance with cancer. Her loving husband, Christopher Crumb, gave us permission to share this song with you. Fishing Day was written for him, and I thought it fit in perfectly as we venture into the next part of summer. Here it is, Fishing Day. Thanks, Christine.
try to make it last Disappear like clouds Like ants going in a tunnel Working over time Working over time We don't need that much Today is the best gift yet Taking a breath and looking at the tree and plant a few, I bet We'll have more harmony for us And save our older way Older, wiser way Thinking about tomorrow Just for today Thanks for listening. Don't forget to join us on our next episode of Dandelions and Side Streets.